Welcome everybody to FYC Film Review. I am your host, Gagne. With me as always, my partner in crime, Naldog. How you doing, buddy? What's up, man? How's it going, everybody? Uh, What's going on? I'm happy to get back into this routine, man. I'm 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 feeling good about it. You know, the weather's getting nicer. Okay. I'm getting out more and, and we're we're watching movies again. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, good. It's a lot of work though, isn't it? I think it's I, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it depends, you know. Yeah, the, the setups, you know. The setup's a little bit much, but you know, we're yeah. getting there. We're getting, we're getting there. there. Small beginnings. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All it's right. On top for our, our viewers today, sir. Well, we went, got back in our time machine and we went back into the eighties because for some reason we just, we, we just find ourselves going back to the eighties and we decided to pick an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Is this the first one we're doing with Mr. Arnold? This, this is our first Arnold. This is the first one, right? Yeah. So we went to 1987 and we picked out the action manly packed movie predator <laughs> oh it's it's just a manly manly movie i uh I, it is testosterone to the max yes absolutely it's probably you know the first real movie i remember like uh like an entourage of people that you recognized you know from like just so many other films and you know wrestlers and and other actors that you know were big time i mean you got apollo creed in this movie it just is the first time like i really remember like wow like this felt like a movie star movie you know yeah it was it was action-packed full, full of muscles it was like the old expendables like the, the what expendables. The original expendables yeah. original expendables yeah, yeah. Uh, it is rated r rated r um for gore and violence uh, language language lots of language <laughs> yes uh directed by john mctiernan who if you don't know who john mctiernan is he directed die hard yes. die hard um excellent action director he yes how to do the genre and does it so well he does, yeah. And the person who scored this movie, because this I, I always find the composer, is Alan Silvestri. And for all of you who do not know who Alan Silvestri is, he has a collection. He I think he gets lost in the shuffle between Hans Zimmer and like the John Williams, but his collection of movies that he scored is off the charts. He it scored my yeah, he scored my favorite movie, Back to the Future. And for all you mm. young kids who want a modern day movie, he scored your Marvel's Avengers movie. So that's how big he is. Good facts. That's that's yeah. a good fun fact. I actually forgot that he did Avengers. But yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. Back to the Future. Come on. Yeah. yeah. The, the first thing, I mean, just opening credits, you you hear the you know deep drums and, and you're instantly like, OK, who is this? Like, right. Yeah. It's excellent. It's a, I mean, it's the first thing I noted and you, you just instantly remember like, oh, that's right. And you, you just know when a, a composer that you enjoy is doing a movie, it's, there's something about their style that just instantly draws you. And I, I was very happy to, to see, it. I mean, it's just, it's a well put together movie. It, it's a very cheese filled action movie, but there's so much good to this that, um, I loved it. It's been a, it's been 15 years since I saw it, so <laughs> yeah. I, I was thoroughly engaged in enjoying it. My family, not so much. No, no, it's an 80s thing. I think you have to like these 80s movies, or probably been born in that era, because I think if you just watch these movies now, you'd be like, ah, okay, pass. But I liked it. I really liked it. And it's a very simple movie. It's a super simple movie. There's, it's not really hard to understand. And it, it, you know, it starts right off the bat. You got these guys in helicopters going on a mission. You know, there's no background. They don't drag it out. It's like right in the beginning, you see this guy full of, or this chopper full of guys going into the jungle to do something. And that's how it starts out. However, I will note that this is the first time 
that I noticed in the very beginning that it opens up kind of like Star Wars and with the with an outer space and the mm-hmm. stars. Mm-hmm. And the first time I noticed a spaceship that dropped the alien down to Earth. And that's the first time I noticed that. So mm. because I was a kid watching this and I shouldn't sure. have been watching this as a kid, but you know. Yeah, I was going to ask you because in talking to my wife as we're watching, she's like, when did you see this? You know, it's an 87 movie, it's six, seven, you know. I I think that I maybe was nine or ten. I mean, it was definitely still too young, but um, I want to say that's probably where I saw it. What about you? Yeah, I would say so. 10, 11. I mean, it was just, I'm sure I saw it with probably my brothers, or maybe not even my brothers, just some friends, and we rented it. And, and, it's just Arnold being Arnold doing what he does best. And I, I got to tell you, man, I really think this is one of his better movies. Um, his, his older movies. It's, he's really great in it. Yeah. This is, this is like Arnold prime. I mean, it just, it's right after commando it's, yeah. you know, right before, I don't God, I can't remember what would be probably next for him, but I mean, he's fun fact. He had to lose like 25 pounds for this movie. So even though he looks <laughs> ripped um he actually was a lot smaller than he was normally because he they were trying to portray you know like a an elite commando and he felt like he needed to be more you know able to be agile which can make sense for the the ending scene yeah um okay 25 pounds there's your first fun fact people um i i like you said you talked about the cast in this movie you got carl weathers who who Apollo is Creed. Apollo Creed, right? Yes. He's best known for Apollo Creed. You got Jesse, the body Ventura, who it's his first movie. And you got a couple of other, of other actors. Uh, fun fact number two, this movie gave us two governors, governor of California and the governor of Minnesota, yes. Jesse Ventura. So fun fact number two, people. Could you imagine sitting in a theater and <laughs> you're like, those guys are going to be a governor someday? Nope. Like, okay. nope. Nope. Yeah. That guy's a wrestler and this guy's not even born in this country. Sure they yeah. are. Right. Uh, I got another fun fact about the cast for you because, I mean, this is just nostalgia supreme. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Hawkins is played by Shane Black, who goes on to write the Lethal Weapon film. Okay. He's the writer of Lethal Weapon, creator of Lethal Weapon, um, and who also later on ends up directing, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and some Iron Man movie. And he's just a, he's a big time, you know, Hollywood writer, director. And he uh, started in this. He was literally writing Lethal Weapon while he was on set filming this movie. That's good stuff. That's, that's, that's good stuff. All right. That's fun fact number three. Good job, man. You got lots. You got lots. (laughs) Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. One of my favorite shots in the movie was when he first meets um, Apollo's character. What's his name? Apollo's character is uh, Dylan. Dil- Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. Jason, but Dylan, yes. Yeah, Dylan is Apollo's character and Arnold, is, his name is Dutch. And they first meet and you get this handshake and, and you see their bulging biceps. It's just, it's just one of those shots that just always stays with me when this movie, you got Apollo's biceps and Arnold's bicep and they just go and uh, it's it's... It's very. Uh, they arm wrestle in the air. Yes, that's what it is. It's not even a handshake. It's an yeah. arm wrestle yeah. in the air. Yeah, this the movie has a lot of testosterone. Big measuring um, contest, if you will. Uh, yes, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's good. I I noted as the movie progressed that everyone started to wear less and less clothes. <laughs> So they, they, they hit the jungle and they're fully decked out and obviously the jungle's hot. So, you know, you have to naturally take clothes off, but like by the end of the movie, you know, Arnold's basically in his skivvies. He's not even, you know, wearing clothes anymore. He's just covered in mud, but it's like, 
it happens with all the characters. Like all of a sudden Carl Weathers is just rocking a vest, just like Arnold is behind you. Like you're like, yeah. where are your clothes going? You just you, you can't them. fight bad guys without shedding some clothes and showing your muscles. It's an intimidation process. Very true. Um, right. Yeah. This, this movie again, it's testosterone to, you know, the nth degree it's, uh, guns that look like they've been like fused together i don't even know if they're real guns i was like looking at some of them and i'm like i don't know that that <laughs> i think they'd like put a shotgun on another machine gun to make it look very very large jesse ventura's gun that mini gun yes is so memorable it is just so memorable and to this day it's it's i just i look at something like i, I see that gun and it takes me back to predator uh, I don't need, I'm sure those guns exist. I mean, that's sure. just a killing machine. You don't, you don't need one of those machines, but um, it's, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, there's all these guns and explosions. And um, one of the, th one of the scenes I really liked was when I, I, I just wrote down murdering the forest is when Jesse Ventura <laughs> yes. dies. Right. Yes. And everybody it's because they can't see the predator the predator he you know he's he has this he can camouflage himself like the forest and they can't see him jesse ventura dies so everybody starts shooting the force i mean they destroy the force until there's nothing left i just uh it's a good scene it's a very manly scene it's it's a great scene because it's so long it's like <laughs> yeah. it's it's, it's probably only 60 seconds, but it feels like it's like five minutes long. And as everybody in the group realizes that someone else has joined to go shoot, they join and start shooting as well. No yeah. regard of like what's happening and that everyone else has already been firing their bullets for the last 30 seconds. Let me just jump right in and start shooting. And it is, it's, it's chaos. It's, it's yeah. chaos. It's absurd. It's chaos. That gun that you mentioned about Jesse Ventura carrying right, yeah. is literally supposed to be like mounted on, on Huey helicopters. Like they're not meant to be carried around. It's a Gatling gun. <laughs> it's it's Gatling like, gun, yeah. he's, he's just, I'm going to carry this around because you know, it looks badass. So yeah. Yeah. So the, the plot of this movie and correct me if I'm wrong, these guys go into the jungle. Dylan, Carl Weathers tells him they need to go on a mission to kill these gorillas. Right. Right. And uh, they go in and they realize that's not the mission or they're being hunted. Yeah. Right. They're, they're just being hunted and they're, they end up being hunted by this alien. There's no real rhyme or reason why this alien is doing it. All I could think of now, I haven't seen the other ones where I don't know if they explain it, but it just seems like he's killing for sport. That's sure. all he's doing is just killing for sport. There's no reason given why this alien, this predator is doing the things that he's doing. I mean, he's not just murdering them. He's, <laughs> he's opening them up and collecting their skulls and yeah. ripping out their their spinal cords it's very mortal combat ish um so there's no reason and it's simple but it works it really works i don't know why it's just it tends to work and usually i want movies to give me some kind of reason or some kind of purpose but this doesn't give you that and it's okay it's okay to just sit back and relax and enjoy what's happening on the screen i agree i think that's I think it's a clever aspect and maybe they just didn't have a huge backstory or time to tell a huge backstory, but I think it's a clever way to carry suspense through, you know, what could be a silly action movie um, because you don't know what it is and you don't know what its motives are. And, and because of that, it, it almost seems more ominous. Um, yeah. And I, I love that about it. I, I love that you don't, you know, like a lot of good, I think, 
horror sci-fi films like alien you know you don't get a good glimpse of the character until much much later in the film sure and so by the time it actually happens you're like holy or you have arnold's reaction which we'll get to some some good lines here <laughs> um okay but yeah i think that because of, you know that that reasoning I, I like that you don't know much i think they do get to it a little bit in the second movie and it's still very vague it's just basically like you said they like to hunt for sport so they like to go after the you know the the biggest and baddest you know thing that they can hunt and and see if they are successful sure uh, the the hostage the the girl anna anna was her name Again, stuff that I that I finally caught as an adult versus a kid. Mm -hmm. They he the predator doesn't kill her because she doesn't have a gun. She's not a threat. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not sport if it's not a challenge. Yes, so she yeah. was. She wasn't. You know, like you said, she wasn't a threat. She wasn't attacking him. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of speaks to why again the ending is actually pretty clever too. Like he at some point he's like Arnold's injured and and it's not sport for him to like go after him. Like he's like, he's you're hurt. You're not going to beat me. So I'm going to walk away from you. He leaves them. That's, you know, he's like, eh, you know, I I'm, I'm not going to mess with them. So I, I like that again, that aspect of, of the predator. He's got morals. Yeah, Cause he could, he's got morals. <laughs> this alien's got morals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Let's, let's just, let's get to the worst line. You ready? Hit me. You okay. go first. You want me to go first? Tell me what uh, you got. There's, all right. The, I'll be interested to know if it, if it's a bad line or if this is like because the, there's so many cheesy one-liners in this. No, it's a bad line. Okay. It's, it's a all bad right. line, and um, this movie's filled with cheesy lines. Yeah. And it, okay, so it's when they're fighting the 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 enemies, not the predator, but the other the gorillas. Sold, yeah. The gorillas, yeah. And they're they're just basically picking him off. And here comes Arnold. He takes this huge knife and he throws it at one of them and he gets him in the stomach. He looks at the camera, has his cheesy smile and goes, stick around. Yeah. Stick around. That's it. Yeah. That's my bad line. It's a bad line. It's a it, cheesy line. It was totally cheesy. bad. Yeah, it's it's, it's bad. Uh, I will give you... It's kind of a one-off line. And I, I just thought it was poorly delivered. Carl Weathers is having a hard time keeping Anna, you know, from staying with the group. And sure. it's a way like the second time. And this, that one-off guy that ends up dying, I forget the character's name, just random white dude who isn't cool. He goes, maybe you should put a leash on her, agent man. <laughs> maybe you better put her on a leash, agent man. And you're like, why didn't you use his name? Like, why does she like it? Just it was very like okay. Like, I like the one-liners. Like, Arnold okay. himself says that "get to the chopper" is his like, you know, favorite line that he's ever delivered. And so there's just you know the stick around. The um, I ain't got time to bleed. There's there's so many good one-liners from these guys. I, I I love that they they got some time to, to chew up some scenery. So this movie did give us the get to the choppa line. This is where it comes from. So if you guys are fans of Arnold and you've heard get to the choppa, it comes from the Predator. Go! Get to the choppa! So there you go. Yeah, um, it gives uh, us the, you know, one of my first memories of a booby trap montage, you know, before Home Alone. Oh, he, he does home alone him. He does he, home alone. He totally him. home yeah. alone him. He, yeah. yeah. 
He just okay. he takes the jungle and, and turns it into a booby trap. And uh, I, I love that. Again, with Silvestri's, you know, wonderful score, like that's a good five minutes of film. I love watching it. Yeah. Did you Reminds catch the, the Predator had a surgical kit? He was basically yeah. doing surgery yes. on his arm. I thought that can, was pretty. Can, I was like, can we throw Whoa. another fun fact out? Sure. Go for it. Jean-Claude Van Damme was the original Predator. Ah, oh, so good. I yes. have that one too. Okay. Good, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. and I want to talk about it because when you brought up the, the the surgical kit, it just it even though Stan Winston, amazing special effects guy, yeah. I mean, did did so many of our childhood, and but you watch him like tapping the suit, and it's just like these long rubber gloves. And I, I'm also just trying to picture Jean Claude Van Damme standing next to Arnold Schwarzenegger and it, trying to be intimidating. And that's one of the reasons they were like, Nah, it's not happening. I heard it was, um, he also, he had issues with the suit. Yeah. It was 200 pounds. Two, yeah. 200 pounds. And the yeah. guy that, the guy that they got to be, uh, to be in this costume, mm-hmm. he was over seven feet or at least seven feet tall. What, I, yeah. I think he was seven, five. Yeah. Seven, Kevin five. Kevin yes. Hall had a yeah. Really short Hollywood career. He was Harry in the Hendersons. He was, was he? Harry. Okay. He was Harry. Um, yeah. And he was Predator and Predator 2 as well. But yeah, 7.5, I think. You've got to look bigger than Arnold. I mean, you can't have something like this that's tearing everybody apart if, <laughs> and then have bodybuilders, you know, going against it. It just wouldn't make sense. So yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Jean-Claude Van Damme in the Predator suit. What is he going to yeah. do? Like roundhouse kicks? <laughs> right through the air? <laughs> that's what they wanted. They wanted it to be this like agile thing. Okay. And, and so they, you know, they cast him initially and then they were like, well, this isn't going to work. Like this, this just doesn't make sense. So on okay. top of the fact, like you said, suit problems. So suit problems. All right. Um, I, the finale, I really like the finale. Um, he does home alone, the predator. He sets up all these booby traps. He gets covered in mud. And then we realize, oh crap, the predator can't see him because he can only see in Is it infrared or, or, or something? Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought yeah. was a cool effect for, I mean, the eighties. I, I don't remember seeing that in anything before this. I, I thought that was a, a good special effect for the time. Yeah. And, and I think you touched upon on this, that I was going to ask why you thought that the predator didn't kill him. And, and clearly it wasn't a challenge right there. That's why he, the predator, you know, but he had him by his neck. He had Arnold yeah. by his neck, let him go. Predator steps away and predator just takes his part of his suit off, takes his mask off or something. And he goes, let's do this. Basically, I guess he does have morals. The Predator does have morals and he wants a good fight. So then he got a good fight with Arnold. So the Predator is pinned down by this big tree, boulder, whatever you want to call it. Right. And he opens up his uh, his thing on his arm and is basically a bomb that's ready to be set off. And he starts laughing. I realize this go around that that laugh that he was Billy's laugh that he recorded. Yeah. Did he record that laugh as because he was menacing? Hmm. Or did he, you you know what I mean? It's like the predator has no concept of what's going on. He doesn't know what's to be human. So he's playing this laugh because he knows he won because he knows he's going to kill Arnold or maybe this is too deep. See, this is what I do. Forget it. You know, forget it. It's, I don't need to go there. I don't know. Why do we record half the stuff we record? Because we think it's cool. But it was like, (laughs) I like that guy's life. He's got a deep voice. He's cool. He can sense me even though he can't see me. So, okay. Fun fact. Here's another fun fact. I don't even know what number we're on. Uh, I'm sure I'll put it on when I, when I edit this. Uh, Fun fact number something. Peter Cullen, the guy who voiced Optimus Prime. Okay. Okay. Voice the Predator. Yep. So, 
Peter that's, Cullen, Optimus a, Prime, Transformers. Yeah, that's a, that's an excellent pull. I, I had yeah. no idea. You know, when you watch that stuff, or you know, most of the time, you just like I know. No concern about like, oh, someone needed to voice this character, <laughs> nope. you know, you're just yeah. you assume it's like, yeah, they figured it out and they just made noises, whatever. But, yeah. you know, the, the fact they get a big name actor like that to actually do that, it's pretty impressive. I, I think he goes on credit it too. I, I didn't see his name. Uh, so as long as he got I, paid. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> I guess. He's been doing voices forever. He is my childhood. Yeah. I really like Billy. Billy, the tracker. Yes. The expert tracker. I don't know if he was Native American. He seemed like he was part Native American. That was the implication, but the actor yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He was this really weird, cool character, I thought. Uh, and then the way he he dies, he just stands up on this log and he takes his shirt off again, taking his shirt off, showing your muscles. And yep. he grabs a knife, grabs his machete. I think it's a machete. And he's sure. just kind of he, he, he cuts himself and then you just hear the scream and that's it. Nothing yeah. else. So I, I thought, is he sacrificing himself? He knew he, everyone was going to die because he said, we're all going to die. But was he just sacrificing himself because he knew there was no way out or he was buying some time for the other people? Yeah. I took it as like a, Hey, you've beat us. Like come get me, you know? Yeah. And maybe that, you know, is also altruistic. He was also looking for, you know, buying people time. But yeah, I totally took that as like, he's just, you know, he, he knows he's beat. There's, there's no way that they're winning this. So just come get me, you know, blood's yeah. in the water. Come get That's, me true. That's true. Uh, let's rate it. I think we're time for rate it. Yeah. I didn't think about a rating for this, but, you know, I was going to be like bullets. Um, How about choppas? Choppas. Yes. Choppas? Choppas is it. Choppas? Yeah. How, How many, many choppas are we going to give this? All right, choppas. Out right. of uh, five choppas, one chopper being really bad and five choppas being really good. Got to do uh, the chopper. Get to the chopper. All right, you go uh, first. I'm going four. I'm, I'm going four choppas. Uh, choppas. Uh, <laughs> I can't do a good arm anymore. I, it's, it's a good movie, honestly. I, I think it's... Yeah, it's a little dated, you know, but not bad. You know, you, your scene, is, your setting is a jungle. It's, you know, it's commandos going into stop commandos eh? to yeah. stop a predator. You know, I I think it's decently acted. I think it's done by you know somebody who knows what they're doing and knows how to make action flicks. Yeah, it's got a great score to it. It's got good visual effects, and it's the first time you see the predator who goes on to be you know this giant franchise, you know, making monster, if you will, I guess, you know, but it's, I mean, games and sequels and, and crossovers. And it's just, it, this is the best of the bunch still to me. I even watching uh, Shane Black actually has done a Predator movie. He goes from starring in a Predator movie to writing and directing one. And even that wasn't anywhere close to this. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm giving it four choppers. Oh, choppers. Okay. That's uh that's, that's good. That's a good score. Uh, I'm going to go with three and a half choppers because uh, it's a little dated. It's good. I think in order to watch this, you just don't go in there expecting much. Just kind of go in there, um, shut off your brain a little bit, and just enjoy the ride. This was Arnold at his best, I thought, and I really love the setting. I think anytime you have a, a, a movie uh, take place in the jungle or some kind of forest where there's just luscious green, um, 
all over. It's gonna look good, and it looks really good. Um, the score is great. It always keeps you on 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 edge. And I like how the fact they don't show the predator right away. They reveal him very slowly. At times, it's just you know, it's nothing. It's just leaves moving. Then it's a camouflage predator, and then they finally reveal him. And then they reveal even more when he takes off his mask. He's got mandibles, and it's just this ugly, ugly looking thing. So it's it's really cool. I mean, uh, what's his name? Stan Stan Winston or Sam Stan Winston? Winston. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great uh, makeup effects artist probably oh, yeah. the best so oh, yeah yeah for me three and a half do i recommend this movie i do i will recommend this movie it's it's very it's, there's a lot of testosterone i felt like it was growing hair on top of my chest hair um so yeah it's uh, it's one of those movies that you just uh you, you when you're done watching it you're just you're just sweating a lot so uh it's i recommend it based on the fact that it's one of Arnold's best, I think. Not his best, but one of his best. He, he looks really good in this. So. Three Top and a half five. For me. Top five Arnold movies, for sure. Probably, yeah. yeah for sure. Three, three and a half choppers. I dig it. Watch it. Yes. It's an 80s action flick, but it's a it's a well-done 80s action flick. So it's it's one that I would I absolutely would tell people if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Just for, for the lines, for, for the machine guns, for, yeah, the testosterone. For the muscles. For, for the muscles. Do your homework, go grow some chest hairs, and uh, tune into our next episode because I think we're done here. I think, I think we are. We're going to get to the chopper and go on to our next episode. We'll like see it. you guys next time. Please make sure you like, you subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next time. Sounds good, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.